Hello, everybody. We are back for the season finale of the Captain's Corner podcast. Woo! <laughs> that was loud. Wow. Josh is excited. Uh, so as you can hear, Josh Wainwright's here, Michael Murphy, and we have two guests for the season finale. So I'll let you guys do the honors, as we always do. A couple big-time seniors uh, joining us today. We got Parker Coogan, number 55, uh, senior center, and then Chris Everett, number 10, wide receiver. Thanks for having me, Mark. Yep, Glad to be it. here. Thank you. Uh, yeah, a couple, a couple veterans. So we got a very senior-laden final episode. So let's just put a cap on the 2019 season. What's what's going to stick out to you guys most about this last season at Columbia? Uh, definitely it's uh, just spending time with my brothers. Uh, definitely uh, having one last go around. Uh, we started this thing four years ago. We all kind of got in a group chat, and we all started to commit. And um, we just kind of built a bond and formed a friendship that uh, is going to last a long time, longer than these four years for sure. So I think that's for sure the, the main thing that will stick out to me. I absolutely agree with Christian. I think that like the, the camaraderie and the brotherhood that we've created over these past four years is something that's going to stick around. You know, I think this last season, while it didn't end the way we wanted it to, um, really built upon the last one in terms of culture. And I think that, you know, next year these guys who just came in um, saw what Columbia football was about. We're going to be able to lead, you know, the next generation of football players and into next year and years after. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, just watching the program grow from from the second we entered and then now as we leave, it's just, uh, you know, the growth that we've had as a team, as a program has been just insane, really. It's just a great thing. And, you know, today, or uh, the season, obviously, you know, we had some disappointments. We still beat Harvard. I thought that was a great win. I'll never, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget beating Penn uh, the way we did on homecoming. So, um, you know, to win three of our four homecoming games and, and to beat every team in the Ivy League um, in our in our time here, it's, it's just uh, there's a lot of great takeaways um, along with along with just the bond we've created um, as brothers. Yeah, I think biggest thing for me is just the experiences that we've gone through, uh, you know, all of us together um, on the field, off the field, whether it's football related, school related. You know, we've all been in the same boat doing the same things and really kind of um, coming out of this pressure, you know, uh, together and with each other and like Christian said like the brotherhood that we built here is going to last way longer than these four years we spent at Columbia um, but really everything that we endured and everything that we overcame and um, all the goods all the bads everything in between it was just a great experience and you know something I wouldn't trade for the world so so how weird is it not preparing for a game this week that first week of off season and getting out of the grind it's weird. It's different. Um, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, after four years of doing it, you know, your senior year, your body kind of gets a little mm -hmm. worn out. I'm sure Murph and all these guys can attest to it. But, you know, yeah. you, you, you're shooting up for a game. You're like, geez, I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's something, you know, you never think, especially um, coming in freshman year when we're all like we have all this energy and we're trying to do something with this program but senior year man it really hits and you're <laughs> you're like uh yesterday was weird yeah sunday sunday was just just weird because we're usually up at the field from 12 to 6 30 so to have all day sunday we were i'm just sitting on the couch watching football and i like felt mm -hmm. like i should have been doing something uh but i was like all right this is my time to relax i really enjoyed it but um it's a little boring as well so um, i gotta find something to it's been it. one day you're already <laughs> bored <laughs> i gotta find something to fill the time <laughs> i don't know what to do <laughs> Give me a couple more weeks, and I'll probably <laughs> miss it a little bit more. But um, right now, it's definitely freeing, kind of just be able to relax, sit your feet back, uh, sit your feet up, I mean, and um, just kind of relax, you know, take in some time. Like Murph said, we watch football, um, 
get to focus on school a little bit more. Definitely, you know, I was looking forward to that. So, Shout out, uh, Mama Everett. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I just think one of the craziest things is we've been playing football our whole lives. You know, yeah. it's been like every year. You know, now we we get two weeks off and we move right back into the off season. Now, you know, it's it's yeah. up to us on what we're gonna do now. So, uh, you know, I'm excited to see what the future holds for all of us. Yeah, it's crazy. I feel like all, uh, all of us, like, we didn't just start playing football, you know, in high school. We've been playing since, you know, fifth grade, fourth grade, some of us even younger. So uh, it's been a long time. Um, you know, I'm, I can honestly say, you know, as, as great as the journey has been, you know, it's time. It's time to move <laughs> this on. Feels like, turn the page this feels and, like the end of Varsity yeah. Blues or something. Josh, I mean, you talked about how, you know, everybody's got nagging injuries and, you know, Parker and Murph came in here a little bit hobbled today. But it seems like those last few games, you got a little bit of extra burst back. And we talked about that early in the season, how it takes a little bit of time, a few games to get through. Do you feel like you have some of that explosiveness back? And how frustrating is it now that the season's kind of over when you're building momentum? Um, well, he got a swagger back for sure. I, can <laughs> <say that. laughs> um, I mean, when you have an ACL, there's, obviously you're going to be sore in the, uh, the very next season. I'm sure Murph can attest to that, but mm -hmm. uh, there are a couple other nagging injuries. You know, my ankle has been real messed up um, throughout the entire year, but we uh, we finally found something that seemed to do the trick, and the real issue was that uh, my knee was – it was my left knee and my right ankle, so every every time one of them hurt, the other one would start hurting because I'd start, you know, leaning on – Overcompensating, yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, and so, you know, we found uh, something that worked for the ankle, and um, it ended up making me feel a lot better going out there. The knee started hurting less, and um, – and, you know, um, I was able to um, get a lot of production in these last two games. But, yeah, it was a little bit frustrating, I, I would say, uh, that this happened at the end of the season. Yeah. Definitely felt better um, those last two games than uh, the, pr the prior eight. And I would say something about those last two games, you know, it's like all the seniors, you know, coaches saying do it for the seniors, players saying do it for the seniors. Something about that just kind of gave you that little extra juice heading mm -hmm. into the game day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was a, a talking point back-to-back -back weeks, which is – this is this these last two games are for the, for the seniors and uh you know you really got that message across and just we were, we were prepared to fight fight for everything we had so murph we talked about this before you came on but you got you injured in the last game it wasn't something that was hampering you mm -mm. kind of unscathed through the season for the yeah. most part i yeah. mean that was was that one of the first times are you normally more banged up at the end of the season or is this about normal for you i i felt great going into the game i mean honestly i mean usually monday tuesday wednesday it's soreness but usually by that game time i'm ready um unfortunately this happened on the first defensive play um where i just you know lost my footing and kind of rolled over on my ankle and um and, and tried to fight through a couple more series and it was just too it was too much so um you know i felt good going into the game i mean yeah everyone's everyone's kind of in a different position and whatnot but um you know this season i'm, I'm thankful that nothing major happened i've had major things happen in the past I'm just thankful that I'm walking right now, um, and uh, you know, I can go into the off season um, healthy, really, for the most part. Parker, were you battling stuff all year? Or was this a, something that happened against Cornell? So yeah, I mean, I've had a relatively injury-free uh, career. However, you know, in the first game of the season, um, I tore my PCL in my left knee. Um, decided, you know, it's my senior year. Uh, I only have one more year of football left. It's my 16th year of football. You know, I had been injured some before, like before college. Um, but I decided to stick it out with the boys. Um, you know, I'm an offensive lineman. Don't do a whole lot of running. You don't need your PCL anyway. Uh, PCL, you know? <laughs> they say, like, all those guys in the NFL don't even have them. You don't even need it. So, you know, I battled through that the whole entire season. Um, during the Cornell game, though, actually, uh, twisted my knee up a bit, uh, played through some of that, but I actually missed my first offensive snaps of my career so far. 
So I played in 30 straight games and hadn't yeah. come out yeah. for any snaps. Uh, had to come out for a little bit, so that was a little tough on me. That just kind of lets you know what type of guy Parker is, because yeah. I've been with him for the last every day for the last four months, and I had no clue he had a torn. Yeah, PTO you look really time. surprised. Yeah. For the people who can't see it, Christian was definitely surprised when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> he had that streak going. He didn't want to come out. Too. I didn't want to come out. Streak. I didn't want to come out, but I, it was an awesome time. Yeah, heck of a career. Talk about consistency. A guy we had on a couple of weeks ago, Armand, playing in 40 career games, and it's yeah. that's just, I mean. With the, the rash of injuries you guys have had the last couple of years, it's a testament to him for being able to stay healthy and, you know, him being talented enough to get an opportunity as a freshman and stick it out for he's one of six players to play in all 40 games. Yeah, that's an incredible stat, especially, you know, coming from the position he plays, being an interior D lineman. Yeah. You know, he, he puts a lot of pressure on his body week in and week out. So for him to be able to, to stand strong for 40 straight 40 straight games, that's a pretty incredible that's quite feat. quite a feat, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It really is. And, like, the more you know about Armand, you know, the William Campbell Trophy, you know, semifinalists, the fact that, you know, he tries so hard and works so hard in school and does what yeah. he does on the football field, you know, it just goes to show what kind of person Armand is and, you know, what yeah. kind of people we have here. We have a quite a few people like that in this class. It's, it's just such an amazing class if you think about it, yeah. So, like we've done the last couple of weeks, why don't you tell us about Parker and Christian a little bit? guys yeah so we'll start off with chris uh chris is my guy's unofficial uh member of our freshman year room uh he was in there all the time it was me kp um lenard and ian vandenberg and chris was kind of the fifth guy in that room um so you know from day one we kind of hit it off been best friends ever since um he's dealt with a lot of injury a lot of adversity you know starting freshman year uh hurt himself really bad in his ankle um you know he's had plenty of concussions since then but through it all, you know, this guy's been a great leader, um, a hard worker. Every time he steps on the field, he has a commanding presence. And, you know, when he when he's on the football field, he's there to work. And when he's in the film room, he's there to, to learn and to teach the younger guys when he can. So um, he's a great teammate, great friend, great guy. And I'm glad, uh, you know, we've been able to be the, 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 the friends that we have over the over these years. And I'm mm -hmm. excited for, uh, for whatever comes next. You know, just to add to that, Chris leads by example all the time, and, and you mentioned the injuries. I think it's a testament to him for just being here still uh, through all his for all he's battled through. Obviously, you want to think about the big catches he's made, the one-handed yeah. grabs, and all that. But um, you know, Chris is one of those guys at practice you always hear. Um, you know, he's always chirping, <laughs> always <laughs> chirping the defense. I'm surprised by this because you're a little mild-mannered no, in no, here today. No, 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 no. You get on the field, it's, he's a, it's a whole different character. I mean, he's always chirping, and, and what it comes down to, like, it's fun and all, but it also makes me better. It makes me want to kind of make a play and rub it back in his face. Um, so just a great relationship we had in practice, man. That was fun. Uh, all the chirping, all that. I mean, it was, that was good. Definitely. I know I you loved it. Oh, yeah. I loved it. I loved it. I couldn't wait to get out there every single day. <laughs> I knew I didn't shut up out there. I know you always tired of me all the time, but I loved every minute. Where's my music at? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to miss That's that. Yeah, Jojo, our guy Jojo um, is in charge of the music, and whenever the music was, was either not playing or too soft, it was always Chris going, where the music at? Turn <laughs> it up. Turn <laughs> me up. Turn me up. <laughs> uh, just, a just like one of those guys, I mean, just in, the, in our senior class who has made a huge impact and um, someone we'll never forget for sure. Uh, I think, you know, for Coogan, playing every single game his sophomore year is, um, is an, I mean, pretty much all you need to say. Um, but also Coogan, just a, you know, hard worker, great guy, great family guy. And, uh, you know, ever after all the big games that we've celebrated with his family and had such great moments um, after games and just, um, just a great guy to be around, a great leader on the offensive line. And 
uh, just someone who you know he's always going to do his job and uh, doesn't care about the reward, doesn't care about the credit, just wants to just that's the, you know the o the O line common denominator. They just work hard, um, don't care about the credit, don't care about getting any recognition. Uh, just a hard worker and a good guy to be around. Yeah, I'd say he's a he's the definition of who who you want on your O line. You know, he's not gonna. Uh, chirp about getting credit he's just going to go in there every day and do his job to a T and that was something that we could always count on and lean back on in the offensive room is that our center number 55 Parker Coogan he's going to block his assignment he's going to snap the ball get it to the quarterback and the play's going to start off exactly how it needs to so I think Murph hit on a lot of things great hard worker you know guy who leads by example strongest dude on our team like yeah. by far <laughs> not even to, close like our, our strength coach had to limit his squatting <laughs> in the spring because he would have broke like 750 or something <laughs> we were like parker what yeah. <laughs> yeah. what was Feels it like 700 or something we, yeah. it was it was a crazy number like a crazy number yeah. Yeah. um but uh you know like Murph said, family guy, always fun to be around. His family's awesome. You know, they always uh, take take a group of us out to eat uh, after some home games. Um, always, you know, moments Shout to look forward Timmy. to. Shout, Shout out to Coogan. Coogan. <laughs> <laughs> With the Coogans. But, um, yeah, just like I said, the epitome of uh, of who you want on your own line. Just a, a, a blue-collar uh, <laughs> <laughs> worker yeah. um, who's just going to come in with his lunch pail every day and, and get to work. Oh. I appreciate you, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you. Definitely. You're all my guys. Yes, me up. So let's keep with the nostalgia tour. What are some of the funniest things you guys can talk about that's happened in your four years' careers here? I think I mean, the, the funny. I mean, you want yeah, to go for funny. Funny, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, can't, I can't help but think about the program coming in uh, in our offseason, going into our junior <laughs> year when we brought in a few Navy <laughs> SEALs. And they just absolutely abused us. I mean, they like tore us down, broke us yeah. down, and to build us back up. And when I say abused, don't take that literally. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> it, was, it, it, was it was fine. I mean, but we were in the pool at 4 a.m. Uh, in, in our hoodies and sweatpants, and we were just. I mean, it was brutal. But we, you know, we talked about this a little bit yesterday in our exit inter interview. We really grew from it. Um, and it was actually a really good thing for us, but I think it was funny because I remember those seals were leaving leaving the program. They were like, "You guys are, you guys have a long way to go." <laughs> you know, kind of a, a wake up call for us, but we had a great year the following year. So, yeah, yeah I don't think I'm alone. I say that was might have been the longest 18 hours yeah. of my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, stuff. and you're, you guys aren't the only program that's done that program, mm -hmm. for lack of a better term. I know that both men's and women's basketball teams have done it the last two years as well. They think they they speak really highly of it. So. Mm -hmm. Um, but what what are some other things that stick out that we haven't touched on this year? I don't know. Yeah, we learned we learned about the offensive line dinners. Oh we yeah, talked about, we that. Talk about that. But we we talked we touched on that earlier in the year. So we I mean that was kind of a cool thing that you guys didn't even realize had been a long running. Right, and tradition. like we had just re recently found out, um, you know, from John Pay, uh, he said, you know, I went to O line pizza night sixteen years ago. <laughs> sixteen years ago, <laughs> OLPM was going on back then. He goes, yeah, and he, we got the jump pizza. OLPM, jump's, <laughs> jump's been here for sixteen years. Yes, yeah, jump's here. He doesn't look like he could be here for sixteen years. He still <laughs> looks like he could be a student. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. it's <laughs> amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Um, I would say like some of the best moments we've had are in training camp. Whenever you know we're really going through the heat mm -hmm. and pressure phase of you know mm -hmm. building a team up and uh, oh, camp crazies. The camp crazies start setting <laughs> in. You know we get to a little dance and get to know each other. I would say that's one of the best moments yeah. because you know nerves are high, everybody's shot, but yeah. we all come together and have a good time. 
Uh, yeah, one of the funniest moments I can remember is um, I think it was sophomore year camp, I want to say. Um, we, uh, <laughs> we had a ping pong table in the locker room. We had just gotten it. It was a uh, fan favorite for sure. <laughs> uh, really popular m- amongst the team. We had uh, power rankings going on. We, d- we had the whole nine <laughs> for sure. Uh-huh. Um, but we kind of got in trouble. I think we left the locker room mess or something like yeah. that. Something small, not a big deal. <laughs> but they uh, they took the ping pong table from us in day like 18 <laughs> camp. Yeah. And the, the uproar that went on in that locker room before we went out to practice. I mean, we, we were really close to start the <laughs> mutiny and not going out to practice. We were hurt. We were hurt. We were right in the middle of camp crazies. This was our only source of like happiness. <laughs> Aside from making plays on the football field, yeah. all of a sudden we walk in the locker room, there's no more ping pong table. <laughs> it was almost a rallying cry for us. <laughs> How long before you guys were able to get it back? Oh, he, it was gone for a few days, yeah. guaranteed. It was a while. Yeah. It was an Too appeal process. process. We were pretty hurt. <laughs> yeah. Who's the best ping pong player that you guys Ooh. have seen in your first four years? Ooh. On the power rankings, I mean, Dame is up there. Dame's pretty solid. He yeah. battles with Ben Math. Um, but the rankings are, are fluent. They're, they're always <laughs> ever-changing. Yeah, you know who's good at ping-pong is yeah. Pat Eby. Pat Eby was Pat really amazing. So Pat is Parker Lefton? Yeah. Lefton's good. Yeah. Usu- it's usually the specialists, like the long snappers, yeah. are usually really They get good a lot of extra free time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, couple, I mean, every couple games, you you get a funny moment from Coach Bagnoli on the sideline yelling at a ref. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> those are those are occasionally what, what are your hilarious. favorite well what are your favorite Al Bagnoli moments Al Bagnoli moments um I think one game an official made a call and he said didn't they teach you not to officiate with your eyes closed or something <laughs> something along those lines <laughs> it was something like and I just turned around and I was like oh my god he just said that <laughs> favorite Al Bagnoli moment was when he brought in the ice cream truck uh with over <laughs> oh, <training. that> was <laughs> awesome. and it happened to be one of the worst uh practices we've ever had um and the, and, the, and the ice cream truck was pulling up and he was he looked over he was like get that ice cream truck out of here you guys don't deserve any ice cream <laughs> and after we're all eating the ice cream he goes uh if i could have sent it away i would have <laughs> like, i already prepaid we already paid for it deposit or something that was a good one that was awesome that was good one. That was literally the worst practice we've ever <laughs> ever had. And what's the best part about playing for Coach Bagnoli? He's like a um, he's like a general manager in a sense. He like uh, he coaches specifically the uh, the specialists, the kickers. Um, and so, really, the only time that um, you hear from him as like a position player is when you know we have these team meetings or um, we're speaking before a game or something like that. So, I think he really does a great job of delegating. Um, you know, positional coaches, this power and these responsibilities. Um, and, you know, he does a good job surrounding himself with great position coaches and great people around him that really make his uh, his job a lot easier for mm-hmm. him. But I think he does a great job at, um, like, kind of being, like, the general manager of the team and putting everybody in the right position to, to succeed. I think one of the biggest benefits, like, Coach Magnoli has in his, like, repertoire is the fact that he has so much experience. Uh, you know, just the guy knows. He's just coached so many different football teams. Uh, been through so many different situations, so you just really, you know, and like have faith that he knows what he's doing. You know, he's running a program that he's been running for decades and decades. You know, he's going to keep doing what he's doing, um, and he really cares about his players. And I think that shows. And I think you know he knows what it takes to win, and he really tries to instill that in us. And that's you know one of his best traits. Yeah, he's just kind of the head. He's the boss. You know, he's, yeah. the, he's <laughs> the head guy in charge for sure. He uh, he does a good job of like Josh said, delegating his powers. But um, 
you can tell when he when he puts his foot down and kind of keeps things you know in line and does things how he wants them. It um it normally ends up pretty well as he's the the winningest coach or winningest active coach mm-hmm. in in NCAA right now. I want to say so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can tell he. Um, and yeah, and just to add to that, I mean to know like how many really good players he's actually coached and sent to the league and, and had all Ivy honorees. Hellacious players. Yeah, yeah really yeah. good players. <laughs> so, um, so like to know that you know when he when he gives you a compliment, you you can take it with a you know. Take it with a grain of salt and understand, wow, he's been around for a long time. You know, he knows what good football is. And so when you get compliments and you get reprimanded, like, um, you know, I think it's a great thing. Another underrated um, part of Coach Bagnelli is the words he makes up. (laughs) 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 Instead of our nutritionist, we have a nutritionalist. (laughs) A couple other words. Ill regardless. The minutia. That's actually a word. It's actually a word, but we hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Only from Coach Bagnoli. Only yeah. from Coach. Yeah. There's I, definitely a lot of Bagnoli isms that mm-hmm. we even pick up when he does his press conferences mm-hmm. and things like that. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 really funny. It's nice to have a little fun with him and everything like that. So, yeah. but it, you know, I think you guys have hit the nail on the head. It's good to hear from you guys and what your perspectives are. Um, obviously, you know, the record kind of speaks for itself. Right. Um, the last thing I have is, you know, what are your words? to the guys coming back next year where where what do you, what does this team need to do to continue to progress and take things to the next level uh, i think uh kind of get a little bit of that swagger back and the hunger back that uh, i think we had uh, especially more early in our careers um a lot of these guys kind of came in to a little bit of success and i think that's uh kind of changed the mindset a little bit um so i think that kind of just them getting back to our roots getting back to the the, the toughness and all the things that this program has, has hung its hat on um, under Coach Bagnoli, I think that um, with a good off, off season, they definitely can kind of kind of get that back and get back to the winning ways and the 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 things that we know that they can do next year for sure. They have a lot of talent coming back, so we we definitely believe they can put this thing together and have one more good run next year for sure. Yeah, the talent's definitely there. You mm-hmm. saw it, so many young guys stepped into big roles by the end of the season and guys that weren't playing at the beginning of the season end up being team leaders in statistical categories and getting playing time. So the future looks, uh, you know, especially bright. Hopefully next season you guys can stay healthy. But um, what else What else do you guys think uh, for next season? I think first and foremost is just enjoy it. Um, it's a fleeting experience. You know, you come in freshman year, you blink your eyes, and all of a sudden you just played your last game ever um, in, in a Columbia uniform. So just enjoy every moment. Don't um, ever, you know, take anything for granted. Don't ever, um, you know, have a lackadaisical day or um, just just come into work like Coach Bagnoli says all the time. And then second most is they have an incredible opportunity in front of them right now. Um, you know, we had a season where we went three and seven, and it's a fragile moment because you can decide to go all in and really commit to, you know, uh, bringing the next season all the way around and turning it around, or, you know, it, you can lose it all. Um, so – while it is an incredible opportunity for them, they really have to understand that, you know, it's going to take a lot of work. And, um, you know, I think we have the right guys in, in, on this team uh, to really, uh, you know, push for that change and um, come in this off season and, and work their tails off and, and get this thing going. But um, just really understand that as much as uh, this season hurt, it really is, you know, a real chance to, um, you know, get this thing turned around uh, for, for next year. You know, I would say to the younger guys, um, this moment is fragile. Uh, you never know, like, how long this moment is going to last until it's over. Um, you know, our freshman year coming in at 3-7, and seven, uh, just like Chris said, we were hungry after that. Um, we wanted to win games. You know, we had the will to win games. And we took that into the offseason and took that into the next season, you know, to be able to go 8-2 and two with the guys we had. You know, I feel like all the talent in the world is there. You know, all these guys, you know, we got a great offensive line coming back. You know, Ty Lenhart coming back. 
um, some wide receivers come back, defensive guys. I feel like we have a really strong team set up and that, you know, these guys just need to have that will to win games. And that comes with, you know, uniting in the offseason, uh, working hard, you know, bring the program back, you know, uniting everybody. Um, and I think that's like the most important thing for these young guys to remember. Um, because just like, you know, Chris said, you know, these guys got to stay hungry because um, that's what will lead them to success. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys mentioned a lot of great, great points. But finally, what I'd say is to the, to the guys uh, going into senior year is just um, to not let anything slip, really, and, and to speak up when the opportunity is there. I think, you know, we, we talk about this one word all the time, accountability. But um, it's just such an important uh, aspect of, of having a good team. You know, you have to be able to call people out um, when you know they're doing something that, that might not align with the team standards. Um, you know, and, and it's just speaking up and making the most of every opportunity. Um, you know, and I'll just stress team unity. I mean, unity is great. We have all the talent in the world. I truly believe it. You know, I don't think talent was the issue at all this year. Um, I think just building a better team, a more cohesive team, not just an offense, not just a defense, but one Columbia Lions football team um, that really works together and just wants the best for each other. Um, and we're close. We're just, you know, a certain, you know, thing here, thing there. But, you know, I'm, I'm happy passing the torch down to this to this junior class because we've got a lot of great players in the junior class, and I know they'll get the job done. I really do. So it'll be fun to watch these next few years um, as we'll probably stay in the city and still be active uh, with the program, I hope. Um, so uh, there's nothing but bright uh, bright things ahead for this future team. Well, I think that's you know good note to end things on, guys. Thanks so much for coming on today, Josh and Mike. It's been a pleasure. It's been Thirteen a pleasure, weeks. Yeah. Pleasure, Ryan. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for having for, us. Yeah, Thanks no problem. For me for sure, yeah. uh, it's been a lot of fun. So that'll do it for this season of the Captain's Corner podcast. Woo! You can catch up with all the episodes by visiting iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud. They're all there, as well as the Inside Columbia Basketball Podcast, which I also host with my colleague, Kyle Matrician. So you can check those out in the same platforms. Uh, for all the latest on Columbia football, you can visit GoColumbiaLions.com. Follow the Lions on social media at ColumbiaLionsFB on Twitter and at ColumbiaFootball on Instagram. Guys, that'll do it. That's a wrap. Awesome. Have a great Thanksgiving. Appreciate it. Um, we'll talk to you guys along the way Sounds best good. of luck with everything thanks. and uh thanks for listening everybody yep. go Appreciate lines it. Thank go you lines so much. baby